Welcome back to For Life Podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah and Kaylee. I am Hannah. I am Kaylee. And this week, we're answering America's favorite question, WTF is up with the Duggars? <laughs> Do we know? You know what? It's like every time you think you know... Something else comes out and you're like, You learn what? a little more and you're yeah. like, oh. And again, you're like, WTF is up with the Duggars? This is just like a loop. Yeah. It's like a constant cycle. What is that TikTok sound where it's like, change the, break the cycle by like changing. I don't know. I don't mm. think I've heard that one. Well, that's me right now with the, with the Duggies. <laughs> with the Duggies. Um, I was just to say for those of you that don't know, but if you don't know who the Duggers are, I, I don't, like, I feel like you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah. We're going like to tell you. Most people at least know who they are. They might not know like the extent of what. It's messy. Yeah. But I feel like if you grew up in the early 2000s and you enjoy tlc (laughs) you know who the duggars are um for those of you that don't know Mm. after i just we just called you dumb for not knowing (laughs) i'm gonna enlighten you you're not dumb the duggars are a family from arkansas Mm. good old is that midwest yeah i would say it feels a little lower but i still think that's middle of middle of the country yeah landlocked yeah no coastline i don't think that's what's wrong with these people (laughs) no access to water (laughs) Anyways, are this family from Arkansas who became famous from their hit TLC show, 19 Kids and Counting. Um, the show basically follows the daily lives of Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar in their large family. It's kind of goofy that, like, Jim Bob, is that his fir- legal first name? Okay, I wrote this down, but his name is James Robert. Oh. But that's also his father's name. Oh. So because his so dad was Jim known Bob. by, yeah, he was Jim Bob. Wow. It's funny because I just assumed Jim Bob was like one name. Yeah. But Jim it's Bob. his first and middle, just Interesting. shortened. James to Jim, Robert, Robert to, Bob. to Bob. Jim Bob. Like literally every time I had it to write Jim him. Bob for the notes, <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, their family is known for their strict adherence to the Baptist faith and conservative values. Okay, this is, like, if I had to sum them up, some of their values in this family into one sentence, this is what it would be. Okay. Um, these conservative values include restriction against any and all birth control methods. Hence the name, 19 yeah. Kids in Counting. How do you think they got there? <laughs> We're going to dive so much deeper into the other um, values yeah. they have. But, like, if I had to pick one, it would the be primary that. value yeah. is be fruitful and multiply yes (laughs) do not like they said multiply yeah if jesus wants you to get pregnant you're gonna get pregnant pregnant. when i again was researching this poor michelle i'm pretty sure was like pregnant like every year for for 30 years like what the fuck (laughs) literally her whole life like i mean 19 kids there's a couple duplicates in there yeah there's a couple twins but two sets of twins i think so but I mean, you're pregnant for at least like 17 years. That is, that's criminal. Like a scary criminal. I can't even imagine. Well, you have to think too. I I feel like they average probably like 18 a kid every 18 months. Yeah. Because you have to be pregnant. You know, then it's like just to heal. Yeah. <laughs> they said not too much though. No, not too much healing. <laughs> I mean this with all the love of my heart, but that poor woman's uterus. How, how respectfully it's, it's how like is it not fallen out of her lunch bag right now like, how? like the paper bag you brought your sixth grade yeah. lunch in like you crinkled it up yeah. and threw it in the trash like that's, that's what it looks what like I, I can't there's Just, no way it's thicker than a, a piece of paper and i'm pretty sure like correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you know this but were they not all like vaginal births i believe her youngest was an emergency c-section okay but other than that the I, 18 other ones as far as i'm i know yes <laughs> Can you imagine? I did not Google the details, though, <laughs> yeah. but as far as I know, that's a Kaylee, lot. I can't imagine pushing one out. I know. We 18. haven't even gotten there yet. Imagine just being constantly pregnant. I, uh, like, no, I, I don't even have words. I hear from so many, like, women on TikTok, yeah. YouTube, whatever, that it takes them, like, from getting pregnant, having the kid, well, we'll say from getting pregnant, it takes yeah. them, like, two years to, like, feel like themselves again. Yeah. Michelle my, hasn't known who she is since no, 1983. My mom got pregnant with me, like, right oh, okay. after. <laughs> Kaylee so and her brother My are brother like, and I are a year and 11 days apart. Yeah. I was born... Okay, that times 20. April. <laughs> he was born April 5th in 96. I was born April 16th of 97. Yeah. 
So, and she even says that, like, that was a lot on her body. That's just two babies. Can you imagine? Yeah. Plus 17? No. 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 Um, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we both watched and enjoyed the show. Yes. Back in its heyday. So the show ran from, we'll get into the details of how the show came to be, mm-hmm. but I believe it ran up until like 2014 and aired in like, I think 2008. Again, this yeah. will come up in my notes later, the details. So we were like 11. We were like prime. Yeah. Through the end of high school. Yeah. Teenager. I loved any, you put a show on TLC. Oh, I was a fan. <laughs> I loved TLC. Was, um, was John and Kate Blissane on TLC? Yes, girl. Yeah. I love that show too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see i don't remember being like oh there's a new dagger episode like once no, a week but and if sitting it was down. on i was gonna watch it exactly it was just like always on yeah and i was watching yeah and truthfully back then i really didn't think that much of it because like where we grew up like this is not religion like this like was not something i was exposed no, to not at all it's not like we live in arkansas where again i don't know what it's like in arkansas <laughs> but maybe this is or the norm i get that this is extreme but, but maybe this level of religion is, like, well, having, a little bit more normal. Yeah, those, like, similar values, I feel like it, yeah. it's very prevalent there. Like, I, we don't... We grew up in a very blue state up, with, like, not a lot of religion. We grew up in, like, the suburbs of Boston. Yeah. Like, compact, tight <laughs> city. Not, like, we're not in the city, but, like, that vibe. Yeah. We're not out in, like, there's not, like, land for acres. No, <laughs> you know no, what no. I mean? No. Like, it's... Yeah. It's more... But I still feel like when I was watching it when I was younger... I didn't think it was, like, I didn't see the negative impact that it may have had on people and families. Like, I just thought it was this crazy, interesting, like, holy shit, this family has 19 children and they can't watch TV. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, what is wrong with them? No, I I agree. I think when you're younger, you see this as just like this weird fluke of a thing. You're like, that's so crazy. But once you can, like, actually understand the depth of it, and Mm -hmm. I don't even think adults watching back then could understand the depth that we do now. We're like, yeah. this is a traumatic cult that people are, like, tormented yeah, in. Yeah, I don't think people really understood, yeah. like, how big this was. I Like you said, I think people maybe thought that it was just, like, one offshoot of, like, this religion that was super extreme. But no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's spooky. It's a lot. We've got a lot to talk about, so I'm just going to dive right into Go our pre-19 Kids and Counting quick history mm-hmm. lesson. On the Duggies. I keep on wanting to call them the Duggies. Because I kept having to rewrite Jim Bob, which is you have to capitalize the J and then the B. Yeah. So much work. Jim Bob. And then the Duggers. I just was like the Duggies. The Duggies. Honestly, the Duggies, like their alter ego that's normal. Just as like three kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mr. Jim Bob, James Robert Duggar. He was born July 18th, 1965. He's a cancer. I, was just, I wrote that in my notes. He's a cancer man. <laughs> Yeah, red that f- checks out, Red flag number one. <laughs> um, and he's the youngest of two. He grew yep. up in a very... Yeah, okay, wait. I, that's a good point. Maybe we should talk about <laughs> There's that. only two of them? He is the youngest of two. He has an older sister. Okay. Yeah. So he grew up youngest of two in a very Christian home. He was not... He did not grow up in the religion slash cult that he raised his family in, but he did grow up in a very Christian area, Christian home. Okay? Mm. He also grew up, worth noting, relatively poor. Okay. He basically put very short. His parents, his family ran a few different businesses. They weren't very lucky. And Jim Bob, at one point, said that he thinks his father's, like, poor luck in this area was due to being, like, pulled away from God or something. So, like, okay. So, but just note, he grew up not doing too well financially. well off, yeah. Okay. Then let's move to Miss Michelle. Okay. She was born September 13th, 1966. Virgo? She's only a year younger than him. Um, Yeah, that's Virgo. Wow. I, for some reason, thought they had a much larger age gap, but she's only a year younger. Yeah, I, for some reason, I also thought she was... Yeah, right? Like, quite a bit younger. Yeah, I would have literally guessed, like, five years or something. Yeah. Maybe three. Huh. No, only one. Damn. Um, She was not born in Ar- Arkansas. She moved there when she was four, and she did not grow up in a religious household, like, at all. Like they're like scary. There's pictures of her as like a kid in like a cheerleader outfit, like just like looking so normal. Yeah, it's like goofy. It's goofy to see. Yeah, because like, girl, how did how did we get from there to here? Well, I feel like we can both speak on. We did not grow up religious, 
like we went to church and got our first communions and all that shit i feel like but can you imagine like growing up the way we did and then doing a complete 180 i would have to be so deeply lost yes and clinging at literally anything anything i could grab like what was happening in michelle's home life that we don't know about I don't know. Don't she know. moved to Arkansas, though. So yeah. I'm assuming maybe her family was not super religious, moved to this super religious area. Yeah, and she was just influenced. Influenced somehow. Yeah. So how they met, Jim Bob and his friend were basically, like, going around the neighborhood, knocking on the door, spreading the word of Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> and they weren't really having much luck. Like, honestly, like, same. I would Literally. not answer the door. Like, to anyone. No. I don't care if you're Jim Bob. I don't care. Well, I almost just going to say I don't care if you're Barack Obama, but I would. I would yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come in, Barack. I'm like, I literally have nothing, but what can I get for you? Um, okay, so Jim Bob's friend at this point was like, oh, there's this local high schooler who's recently converted to Christianity. Like, let's go. Let's try her house and offer our support to okay. her. So if you couldn't tell, the local high schooler was Michelle. Wow. Michelle claims to not remember this interaction at all jim bob was like this is the moment i fell in love michelle's like i literally do not remember that happening damn it wasn't until a year later michelle applied for a job at a local yogurt shop which also this had to have been like the early 80s and i didn't realize yogurt shops were like a thing i really thought orange leaf like invented yogurt shop that's so like naive of us <laughs> gen z of me i'm like nothing exi- existed before i did hmm. But yeah, that's cute. Um, she applied for a job at a local yogurt shop that happened to be run by Jim Bob's mom. Wow. Jim Bob convinced his mom to give Michelle the job. And from there, he asked her to his. So he went to like a private Christian school. Mm. He asked her to his school's equivalent of like a prom. Okay. Wasn't uh, called prom, but it was like the Jesus prom. Love. You know. And basically. Like I said, first time Michelle met him, she was like, who? <laughs> but she goes on to say from their very first date she knew he was the one he goes on to propose on christmas eve 1983 they get married july 1984 and the <gasps> real kicker here is michelle's parents had to give their consent since she was only 17 ah! i know <laughs> so wait when was their first date does it say like when did she i don't s- i don't have a year on that okay Probably Here's that same year. What, I was, was just going to say, listen. <laughs> so he proposed Christmas Eve, 1983. Okay. They got married the following July. Seven months so later. So she's 17. Her, she turned 18 that September, that means. Yeah. So that means that she literally probably graduated high school that like a two month days before, before. Yeah. Or potentially, I don't think they did this back then. You know how like if you were born too late, you started the year later? Yeah. She could have not even graduated yet, but I don't think that's how it was done back in the day. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, her parents had to give consent since she was literally a child. 17. She was baby. She was a child bride. No, but, like, literally no, was. Not like, that's not even, a, we're not even joking, <laughs> yeah. like, actually. So, in 1987, a little bit of a jump here because okay. Michelle... Oh, I forgot to even say this. Scratch the 1987. Okay. At the beginning of their marriage, the two, they wanted to prioritize, like, starting business, like, hustling. They didn't want to have kids just yet. So That's Michelle, cute of them. Yeah, I know. Michelle went on birth control. Oh. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, she's just, like, chilling on her birth control. Cute. Popping her pill every day at 2 p.m. <laughs> and then in 1987, she goes off the pill okay. to hopefully become pregnant with their first child. And she does. And she gives birth to Josh, their first son, in March 1988. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we'll see how Josh turns yeah. out. <laughs> so shortly after, so she gets she gives birth, gets back on the pill, and shortly after becomes pregnant while on the birth control pill. Okay. And ultimately miscarries. Oh, that's sad. Okay. So they consult their Christian doctor. That's verbatim what it said. Yeah. Their Christian doctor. And the doctor said that this happened to Michelle because she was on the pill, claiming that it causes miscarriages. Which no, it does emphasis not. Emphasis on the word <laughs> claiming. Yeah. And also Christian doctor, yeah, like, like they're shoving their beliefs. Is that in, a title in medicine? I don't, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so from there they decide to quote not control their reproduction and have as many children as the Lord determined they should have. And also quote <laughs> they were going to give this area of their lives to God. 
Oh my god. Because the doctor told them birth control equals miscarriage. Yeah. So they said, "What is we'll wrong with us?" We'll leave it up to Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is we're not going to control this anymore. Like let's may the Lord bless. Like I said, be fruitful and multiply. The the quote not control their reproduction. That's what. That that's literally like how they talk about insanity, it. Insanity yeah. though. I know. That's like. That's why you fix animals because it's like they can't control their reproduction. Like, you need to fix yourself. Yeah, it gets so much better, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> so by okay, so this all happens. Let's see. She gives birth to Josh in 1988. Okay. All this goes down. By 1995, they're on their seventh child. Oh my god! I do think <laughs> there's <laughs> twins in there. There are twins. I think it's Josh, the miscarriage, and then twins. Yes. So, you know, doubled up a little bit along the way. Jana and wait, I think I wrote it down. John David? Also, Maybe. if you don't know this they're show, all J names. they're all J names. And they name them, they're like Josh, well, Jana, listen, Jeremiah, Jedediah, blah, blah, blah. The beginning like, is kind of like, oh, Josh, Joanna. And then at the end, it's like Jedediah. Yeah. Jerabibaduba. They Literally. just put a J in front of any form yeah. of letters, and they're like, that's it. That's the name. Uh, props to them, though, for coming up with 19, na- 19 J names. I know. Also, Would you poor do that? Michelle. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I d- it's just clicking it. <laughs> Jim, Jim Bob. Bob. And they said, oh, and 19 Michelle. 19 That will make a lot more sense as yeah. we get into their belief system. Yeah. Would you ever do that? Like, all the same letter? Um, I don't think so. I think it would be cute to kind of have, like, a theme. Yeah. But I wouldn't, like... If all my kids had the same letter and, like, it didn't match me or my husband, I'd be like, um... Yeah. I don't know. I'm and like, also, oh, like, we want to match. I feel like I grew up with two siblings. My mom mixed our names up all the time. And they're not similar <laughs> at all. Like, I cannot imagine... Yeah, having Having, like, all J names or, imagine like... Imagine being Michelle. No. Just scream out, like, hey, J. Literally. I would <laughs> call all them all J. Hey, <laughs> Hey, J. Yeah. All right. So, like I just said, 1995, they're on to their seventh child. 1995 happens to also be the year that the Quiverful movement is formed. People in this movement see their role as, quote, building God's army. The word quiverf- quiverful, quiverful, it kind of like, it's it gives me like the weirdest <laughs> feeling. I didn't write this down. <laughs> um, but it, the term or the title comes from a Bible verse yeah. where they talk about basically a man's quiver, his like group yeah. being full. Oh. You get what I mean? Like his family is yeah, full yeah, or yeah. whatever. It's so, like, it makes sense, but it is like it's just the like kind of a weird word. word. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. This is again a quote. Okay. Quiverful is a Christian theological position that sees large families as a blessing from God. It encourages procreation, abstaining from all forms of birth control, natural family planning, and sterilization. Okay, that's okay. why there's so many of them. Yeah. Quiverful also advocates for quote traditional family values. This includes men being superior to women and women submitting to men. (laughs) (laughs) Women are responsible for running the house, children, and being available for sex and doing whatever their husbands say. Ew. There's like a big weird emphasis on like always being available for your husband. Michelle literally, this is like on their blog like a hundred years ago. Yeah. It was like advice for like newlywed couples. And one of the pieces she writes like just... From her heart, truthful, honest, yeah. pure. She's like, just always be available for your husband. Like, I don't like it doesn't matter if you're exhausted from taking care of the kids. Like, if he's in the mood, even if you're not, like, make yourself. Okay, if he's in the mood and you're not, that is rape. <laughs> and like, why is he so into like literally? Because imagine, he's not like, doing anything. He has all this energy. No, I mean, imagine, Queen. What? Your husband's like feral. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I like really don't feel good. Like, and yeah. he's still like foaming at the mouth yeah i'd be like i'm literally sharding my pants like leave me alone what is wrong with you yeah if anything i feel like you should be like oh how can i help like do you need a back rub like it's not the man's job (laughs) no that's exactly that's her Uh. job um i will say the duggars claim they are not part of the quiverful movement but they basically reference it and literally link to like its web pages on their website okay but they do claim not to be part of it so Worth noting. <laughs> um, the general belief system that the Duggars hold exists both under this quiverful movement, but also within the IBLP, which is the Institute of Basic Life Principles. Oh. IBLP 
is a set of principles basically around like how to raise children and set them up for success in life. Sounds lovely, right? It sounds great. I'm like, hold that thought, y'all. <laughs> it was founded by Bill Gothard in 1961. The principles include, I basically literally just said this, yeah. but men having authority over everyone, but mostly women. <laughs> Moral purity is your leading life goal. And this is a good one to take note of this last mm. one. It's going to come full circle when we get to the end here. Anything someone does against you should be forgiven. Mm. And when someone does something against you, you should use it to fix yourself. Remember that. Remember that. And remember Josh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, women are essentially expected to obey men. Ugh. Yeah, that's really good. Women are not allowed to flirt, wear makeup, or perfume. They have to wear long dresses and they never cut their perfume? hair. They perfume? No, they literally cannot be seen as sexualized. Like, they... Okay, but yet you have to be this sex toy for your man they said <laughs> in the bedroom you were a freak a slut <laughs> literally in, not even outside literally in the hallway yeah covered to the ankle do you remember i don't know if they showed this in the documentary but like michelle was wakeboarding or something maybe i saw oh TikTok yeah and they have like a, like a skirt but her knees showed oh and they blurred and out. they blurred her <laughs> knees i'm like girl it's a kneecap they they do wear like modest swimwear yeah it's literally like a skirt and like a long sleeve and, like a long sleeve yeah, yeah um also just imagine swimming no and, like all that fabric no i feel like i'd feel like you I was would drown, drown. Yeah. literally i'm like help me <laughs> actually don't <laughs> i'll just be down here <laughs> i'm actually fine <laughs> um they're not allowed to watch tv or any media mm. no dancing is allowed no alcohol children are to be homeschooled the bible is read daily and girls only leave the house when absolutely necessary Oh, the anxiety I have. Like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I do remember, I see. I saw a clip on TikTok of, I see, I'm getting confused if I saw it on TikTok or, like, whatever. <laughs> like, maybe we shouldn't be exposed to media. Well, maybe they were on something. <laughs> they were in the mall or something, or out and about, and Christmas music was playing, and the oh. little kids were dancing, and they were getting in trouble this for, is, like, wait, dancing. The dancing thing also comes back to, I don't know about, I think dancing is just seen as a sin, yeah. but also, like, women are literally... Like, it's supposed to be, like, a cardboard cutout. Yes. Like, you're not supposed you to move. move. You're not you supposed to, like, anything. do anything that would distract a man. But, like, it was, like, a two- or three-year-old. Like, the little, little kids were dancing. And I'm okay, like... Okay, Kaylee, literally my next line says, IBLP <laughs> has a homeschool curriculum yeah. that they use to basically teach these principles that starts before the age of five. Yeah. So, like, they probably were three dancing, and they probably, were like, no. Which is so sad. No, literally. I love shaking my little butt as a toddler. Like that oh, was I still love shaking me my too, little butt. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I was gonna say something and it's so far gone. Oh, oh what? Again, not in my notes, but just things I learned along the way. Mm. Is the family apparently had a code word, which was Nike. Oh. And all of the girls, if they saw a woman approaching who was like being all slutty, yeah. They would say Nike and like a robot the men would look down. Oh. Can you what like what? They'd probably say Nike if they saw us walk out to him. We got shoulders, I got ankles, and legs out. <laughs> and I got my perfume on. Pimp juice on I the got back perfume of it. on. I'm a hooker. <laughs> we are just in our slut era. We are. Basically, it's all about control. Yeah. And very specifically, men's control over women. Um, and I, my last line about this belief system is. It is largely considered a cult, and then instead of writing why, I just wrote because of all because of the above. Of everything we just talked everything about. Everything I just said, especially like this, like IBLP, yeah, and like literally indoctrinating children at the age of three to like yeah. obey. I remember another thing I saw. I, I forget exactly what it's called, but basically, when they're babies, you put them on a blanket, yeah. and if you put a toy just outside of their reach. And then if they go off the blanket, you, like, hit them. It's called blanket training. Okay, yeah, that. <laughs> and No, but in the Duggars, like, proudly do this. Yes. Can you imagine you're teasing your child and then hitting them? It basically teaches you to be, like, obedient. Yes. And, like, that what you're thinking and feeling, like, does not matter. No, like, you have to obey the rules. And if you don't, basically, you're going to get hit. <laughs> or no, worse. No, you will. <laughs> um iblp there's they show this like diagram it's mm. like umbrellas the first one's god yeah and then under that one is a smaller umbrella that's like the husband mm -hmm. and then under that one is like the wife and like the children yeah and it's like literally 
pretend it's a blanket like if you step out you're in trouble like you are under you're basically like under your husband's control yeah which like so good like d- michelle don't you want to like put on a t-shirt literally like not even like a slutty t-shirt no just, like, a, a big t-shirt, t-shirt like or a pair of shorts you arkansas hot i'm pretty sure like like i, I don't i just don't like yeah <laughs> listen i'm obviously not religious and like this is so far away from how i live but i cannot imagine just like like why like, who cares well the, i'm gonna wear a t-shirt the I thing is i kind of wrote like thoughts at the end but basically like i literally wrote religion like this scares me <laughs> because i'm all for like if you're religious by all means like if you believe in a higher power yada 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 the blind following of like someone or some writing that like like pe- people that just yeah. blindly follow everything i'm like don't you have thoughts of your own yeah like why i feel like religion has a place and it's definitely like a really big like community yeah. thing for people mm-hmm. and like if you find power in that and that if that brings you joy like who might yuck your yum exactly yeah. like go for it slay but i think it is absolutely ridiculous that if so if you believe in you're going to heaven or yeah. hell that's that's the what i'm the umbrella i'm talking yeah. under right now <laughs> um if you believe that showing your knees means you're going to hell why like, like that is doing nothing wrong like let's just truly backtrack okay <laughs> you think if you believe that god created you in the universe yeah okay look adam and eve two right. naked people on the planet their knees were out he literally didn't even invent t-shirts no they were naked yes like humans made clothing and we like do you know what i mean they yes. were not talking about graphic t-shirts in the bible no <laughs> like we have just turned it not we not me no not us <laughs> but modern day like that's what it's turned into or and it's like what like yeah when did that come to be i think there's like lines where it's like i can understand it and i can't and this is like where i can't yeah is the and the whole like just the m- husband having full control like that like w- like why why like don't you want to speak for yourself and like this is have a- your own thoughts have and you ever noticed michelle is always like super well they cheery? L- they talk about and they yeah. like teach you how to be like this hyper feminine almost like info infant i don't know how to say that word like, it, like yes like that baby. like baby because she always she's speaks like, in that baby. like youthful like, yeah, yeah like soft, soft spoken like basically like a little toy like she talks like yep. a doll because like you're not supposed to be loud you're not supposed to be outspoken no. you're not supposed to literally but the thing is listen so the kids are supposed to obey her she's like supposed to obey her husband yeah she's not supposed to cause him any trouble she's no. literally supposed did you not hear her just say to be available for him yes. even when you don't want to be like girly like like what if i got diarrhea uh, literally you're not going to the back door then (laughs) (laughs) michelle said we can do other things yeah (laughs) so anyway how did the show start 19 kids and counting did wasn't always it wasn't always called 19 kids and counting yeah to that baby okay just so so excited (laughs) (laughs) i just love these people so much um tlc captured the duggars family for over a decade wow which got me thinking how a lot of these kids basically grew up on tv but they can't even watch it Oh, wait, I did not even think of that. That's yeah. crazy. But I was going to say, it's got to be similar to, like, the way we talk about, um, like, influencers' children yeah. being so publicized. And, like, everyone knows these things about you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that it's a similar, like you said, some of them, I'm sure, are not super exposed to media. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of goofy. Like, all your little family secrets out on the internet. Well, uh, on the documentary, it basically said that, like, they were their most well-behaved like when the cameras were around like mm. they were tip-top shape and they're not going to show them like beating their kids on tv but um, like yeah no ki- like i'm like actually but that's what we want to see y- no. literally that's why i'm tuning in no just kidding no, that we don't get on that that was a joke um well no we want to see it so we can cancel you yeah we need the proof we <laughs> we literally need the evidence to put you in jail yeah. um so tlc produced five specials around following duggar family before they landed their reoccurring series Oh. The first one was called 14 Kids and Pregnant Again, which aired in 2004. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there were five total. So, four more came after that one. I did not write all the titles down, but they're basically like 14 yeah. Kids and Pregnant Again, 16 Kids and Having Another, 17 <laughs> Kids and Counting. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's yeah. the same show, just a <laughs> new number. Um, 
so how they were discovered though in the first place mm. before their television success um jim bob had a career in politics so he ran for the u.s senate in 2002 and during his campaign a photo of jim bob michelle and their then 13 children um is what caught the attention of producers it went like viral in a magazine was like he on the, in the senate no I, no he okay. lost as he should <laughs> <laughs> but it's a picture of them all in like i think they all have red on Oh. And they're walking to the polls to go vote. It's like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's giving like Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, but that is what caught the attention of TLC, TLC, <laughs> TLC TV producers, and their infamous show Nineteen Kids and Counting aired in September two thousand eight and ran through May twenty fifteen. I was pretty close with those dates yeah. I said at the beginning. It was this was kind of funny to me. It was one of TLC's most popular shows. Averaging 2.3 million views per episode. That's insanity. But it honestly makes so much sense, though, because like we were talking about earlier, this is just something that, like, so many people don't have any yeah, privy to. Like, like no one has ever seen this type of lifestyle. So, of course, they're going to Oh, yeah. In. Like, it makes sense. But just reading that number. That's insanity. 2.3 million people. The way my brain tries to understand that is, like, thinking of a YouTube video yes. with 2.3. That's, like, a lot of views. Yeah. That's, like, a very well-performing YouTube channel. And, like, this was when people weren't recording things and watching on DVR. Mm-hmm. This was all live viewers. Right? I think so. I think it was more so... I don't think it was, like, viewers, like, the day the show aired. Yeah. But just, like, the average viewers an episode would get. That's, That's still, still crazy. a lot, though. That's pretty crazy. Um... So, yeah, the show ran from 2008 to 2015. We saw everything. And I really here just want to talk about the things that are burned into my brain about this family. (laughs) Okay. The first one to me is the buddy system. Yeah. If you were a Dougie fan back in the day, you know what the buddy system is. So, basically, an older sibling, I believe it's like an older sister most of the time. Yeah. Is paired with a younger sibling and basically raises them. Because how is Miss Michelle raising 19 children she's not she's not that's the goofy the thing. older ones are raising the younger ones yeah and also just like that is low-key sad well and it's not just like oh help your little sister get lunch ready like you are waking them up for school not school you're but, like, responsible for waking them. them up doing well, their laundry home feeding school. them yeah homeschool <laughs> but like you become their, their mother buddy. just their buddy just their buddy just their innocent buddy um i cannot even imagine that no. Because it's not just like, okay, the older sibling has like one buddy. You have like, they have like multiple buddies, I think. I Well, with 19 of them. Because the younger ones are too overlap. young yeah. to. And I don't think the boys are buddies. No. So it's the, like five older girls taking care of the 10 younger children. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the thing is like, we talking about going back to blanket training. Yeah. These poor people are, like, beaten into being obedient. Well, yeah. So, like, when you're given two children to basically raise at the ripe age of 16. What, are you going to say no? You're going to do it. Yeah. If that was me, I'd be like, what the hell? Stop having fucking kids. I'm like, kids. we need a babysitter. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> whether I'd get a babysitter or not. Yeah. What, I don't know. But I would literally be like, like, they can't, they don't, it's not that, I was going to say they can't speak up for themselves. But they kind of But they kind of can't. Yeah. Because like i was gonna get myself but it's like what's the other option you don't have a voice that's just what it is especially kind of spooky to think about how they can't basically like watch tv or anything yeah so it's like they really like don't even know that this is weird well uh, that was like one of my points too it's it's like i feel like now that they're older and you know married and they have access to these things they're a lot of them are now realizing like okay this is not like how people grow up But when they're in it, like we said, everything was filmed. Like, their whole lives were filmed. And they probably never saw an episode. No. Like, they... honestly, at this point, I think I'd be too traumatized to watch an episode. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. But, like... And they don't know. Like, they didn't go to school. They can't talk to their friends. They... I remember in the um, docuseries, they had a cousin who wasn't... Like, the cousin would come over. Oh, Amy. Yeah, Queen. Yeah. And... I watched the show. I forget what her name was. But anyway, she would, like, dress in normal clothes and, you know. Yeah. Sh- they had her as, like, an outside, pers- not, like, perspective. But, like, that she, was she, their they piece see, of the yeah, normal world. how she lived. Maybe. But other than that. But you know what's so funny about that? What? Is, like, outsider watching the show, they painted Amy as, like, a crazy bitch. 
I'm Literally. like, Amy's a hooker. Amy is. Amy was a hooker in the eyes of like a child of watching me. that show. Yes. Because that's what the like that's the way they painted her. When yeah. in reality, she was just like Amy a, was just a teenage girl, a regular ass seventeen yeah. year old. Yeah. Poor like Amy. What? Justice for and Amy. And why did we believe it? Because we were. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she is crazy. I know. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah. So that's really good. Also, another reason why it's like high key occult. Is like you have no exposure to the outside real world because no. they basically don't want you to wake up to the truth of what's going on. Literally, because they want you to just have tunnel vision. Yes, of this like is what it this is. is what it is, and this is the only option that you have. Well, how else do you think they keep people in there? Literally, social media has probably been the downfall for a lot of these. Absolutely, maybe not. I'm sure there are people who still. Well, there are. We yeah. have proof. Jim Bob and Michelle <laughs> that still live and die for this. And okay, I'm sorry that that's your reality, but like social media has had to like awaken like so many people absolutely just because to the, the the sheer fact that they don't have to live like this yeah they can they still want to Whether but there's right or wrong is up for you to decide there's other options out there where yeah. you you can have a say my next thing was i kind of already said but literally michelle being pregnant a hundred times yeah that's like so scary i'm gonna drop a bomb on you are you ready okay so their last child mm-hmm. josie duggar the baby of the name. family. Do you want to guess how old Michelle was when she had her? She was 51. <laughs> 51? She was 51. And Josie was born via emergency C-section at 25 weeks. <gasps> and she was born weighing one pound and six ounces. That's like, oh my God. That's 25 so weeks? Crazy. How the fuck is she even no, alive? Exactly. A miracle by God. No, but for real though, <laughs> that's insane. 25 weeks that's like halfway barely uh, literally damn and michelle being 51 Th- why do you think she gave birth at 25 weeks her body was like get this you out know, of me her uterus was paper yes it said i've done all i can do literally i don't know what i'm <laughs> done damn that is so How's crazy she not gone through menopause at 51 i guess well maybe she was old. like approaching yeah yeah damn. well it was her last kid so thank god some change are you kidding me that's insanity. If if this ha- if I made it this far, this many kids, and this is how I have my last one, yeah, I'd be like Jim Bob. We are done. We are having two separate bedrooms, yeah. and I'm locking my door at night. <laughs> you can't no. touch me with a ten foot pole. <laughs> she said, "I've got my chastity belt on. Literally. Get away oh from me." God. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. One more thing that I want to know is the courting process. Yeah. Again, burned into my little brain. I specifically remember when... Jill? Yes. She's like the oldest girl, I believe. Or the first girl. They were like like on a vacation somewhere or something. They went to like Peru. I think they did like a mission, like a service trip type of thing. And I remember the courting process. They... Jim Bob was there. Yeah, because, well, listen, the rules. Yeah. So courting is basically dating. Yeah. But like the church version. Or like the Bridgerton version, if you're living in 1601. (laughs) Uh, but basically, no kissing, hugging, or any physical affection. Could you side hug? Until the wedding day. Oh. You could slide in a side hug. Yeah. But a front hug was like the devil. Like, yeah. you're going straight to hell yeah. if you front hug. I'm like, okay. Because your genitals are touching. <laughs> They're getting too close. <laughs> um, the brothers would chaperone sisters during the courting process. That's or like a man. my actual worst nightmare. Can you imagine, like, talking to a new person? I'd be like, hey, and your yeah. brother is just like, sitting there watching you or your here? father. Like, like so goofy. Yeah. I think this is basically their, like, adult version of the buddy system. Yeah. So the older boys weren't in charge of the kids. They were in charge of the older daughters. Yeah. Making sure they were being. Not being hoes. <laughs> the knees weren't out. <laughs> um, and the other one that stuck with me, again, with Jill's courting process. Like, I remember when Jill got married, okay? Yeah. Is that Jim Bob would give potential suitors a 55-question courtship questionnaire. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. All right, so I have a list of the 45 questions. I'm only going to read us, like, just, like, the first few. Just to, you know, get get the vibe. Um, Do you ever seek advice from others? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) How often do you seek counsel? Who do you seek counsel from? What type of things do you ask counsel about? Would you be humble enough to go to counseling if I felt we needed to. Interesting. Jim Bob is asking this? Yeah. Damn. I know. I'm going to scroll down a little farther. Just see. Oh, 
do you read? Oh. <laughs> what do you read? The Bible. The Bible. That's <laughs> it. Well, honestly, I would just answer these right. Like, well, literally. <laughs> uh, what breaks your heart? What delights your innermost heart? Hmm. What can you offer your spouse spiritually? Okay. When did you really start to seek the Lord? When did you start to obey the word because it is the word? I'm like, the word. The word. All right. Literally, there's like a million of them. How long do you pray? When is your prayer time and do you have it on a regular basis? Can you imagine having to answer this? No. Like, I'd be like, I don't think I like you enough. (laughs) Literally, like, this is too much work. I actually think I'm not in the mood to do this. Yeah. That's goofy. I know. Actually, while we were running through this, I thought of one more. Do you remember when they moved into, like, the McMansion? Yes, I do. So, at the beginning of the show, they... I mean, it was obviously a house to fit 18... Yeah. Whatever children they had. But it wasn't anything crazy. It's just, like, a home. Yeah. Yeah. They moved into what looks like a barn. Yeah. It's, like, flat and long. Huge. Like, literally, how is that thing... I just imagine it being cold. Yeah. Because it's, like, tin roof, so big. Yeah. Yeah. that, (laughs) That seems like my nightmare. I couldn't imagine. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you really need to go yeah, Google it. Yeah, it's like hard house. to even explain. I can see it in yeah. my head. I can too. It's fugly. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> got to gotta fit 20 people <laughs> in there. 21 people. To say the least. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So the show actually rebranded in 2015. Oh. And it ran through 2021. The show was called Counting On. Um, it rebranded after the news broke about Josh Duggar molesting his younger sisters and being unfaith- unfaithful to his wife, Anna. So, if you don't know, Mr. Josh, the oldest Dougie, um, did molest, I think, two of his sisters. I think Jill and... Jill and Jessa, definitely. Yeah. Because those are the two that were basically forced to speak out about it. Yeah. Um, Josh was not featured on the rebranded show, but Anna and their children sometimes were. Um, TLC did cut all ties in 2021 when Josh was arrested on child pornography charges. So he had kitty porn on his computer. Wait. <laughs> I don't know if you have this in your notes, but it's my favorite part of the story. Yeah. Is what? when he was arrested. Yeah. So the police basically showed up to his house to arrest him. Yeah. Like he didn't have any prior warning that no. he was being arrested. He sh- they took they- him and they took his computer. Well, listen, they come to his door. Yeah. And he's like, what What are you here for? Did someone have child porn? Yes. Oh, my God. I what? forgot about that. I don't Who know if that's verbatim, but that's essentially he, what he says. He basically outed himself. Yeah. Like, why? Like, why are you here? You are the Did someone have child porn on their computer? <laughs> what yeah, is wrong you? with you? <laughs> like, that, why They're like, yeah, you? actually, turn around. <laughs> we're coughing you. <laughs> that is just like, I can't even imagine. Like, tell me you have a guilty <laughs> conscience <laughs> without telling. That would be me. With the, anything. When I get pulled over. Oh, like, was someone speeding? speeding? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's crazy that you're here. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, my um. favorite thing ever. When I first saw that, I think it was in, like, the docuseries yeah. we did. I was like, you are kidding you are me. So, yeah, he's dumb. What? Well, he's dumb for so many reasons. I know, but that you damn, yourself. It's that damn homeschool education. Is, yeah. They had no no Did street smarts. Someone, uh, <laughs> someone have a child? <laughs> it wasn't me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he is now serving a 12 and a half year prison sentence. And as of, as of a few months ago, I think like February of this year, he was placed in solitary confinement <gasps> because he had a cell phone in jail. So oh someone snuck, in a, snuck him in a cell phone. Um, Anna, his wife, they're still legally married. Nope. I remember seeing that she wanted to get a divorce, but I think they have, oh. they've since, um, They've moved past that. Okay, because from what I've heard, she has remained faithful. She has remained faithful. I, I read I, that she, like, thought about getting a divorce, but I do feel the like Lord the, like, said no. The prison sentence has kind of caused some rockiness yeah, there. Because yeah. for a long time, she was, like, hard and, like, this is To the courts man. and everything. When he was getting tried, yeah. she was there. Yeah. Uh, How many kids do they have? Do we know? Um, A couple. I don't they think, have a good like, amount. too many. Not, like, not 19. No, but definitely a few. Oh, I forgot, too. He was also denied, is it conjugal visits? Yes, so they can't have sex. No more kids for you. <laughs> she said, yeah, I'm done. I literally. Mean. She probably said, I don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, don't. Yeah, like, don't. don't. Deny we don't want these. Um, yeah, which I think that is so goofy. The second. Okay, the fact that the news broke that he molested his little sisters. Bye. Yeah, I don't think he, like. He didn't, like, full-on, like, rape them, but he was, like, no. touching them in their sleep and, like... Both 
verbatim from Jim Bob, yeah. both above and under the clothes. Yeah. Not the breast touching I from know. your brother. Bro- like, like, that is criminal. Well, uh, can we talk about, too, like, the fact that they had no sex education. Not that I'm justifying this by any means, but, like, the fact that they had no sex education. Like, he had he had no idea what anything was. Like, you're going to be a curious teenager, but, like, why the fuck are you touching it's your sisters? It's the fact that they have no exposure to the outside world. Yes. And they think men can do whatever they want. Well, that, too. It's like, there's men can do no wrong. Yes, you can. Don't molest your little sister. Don't molest anyone, but definitely don't molest your little sister, okay? Um, yeah, so that was that. That is really good. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of all these things. I've been watching so much Duggar content. I have more to say, but that was that on the... On Joshy? Um, Or the molestation? That was all I had about Joshy. So, Jill and Jessa went on, I believe, the Megyn Kelly show. It was a Fox interview. Okay. Maybe yeah. it was Megyn Kelly. That I don't did. know. I don't it was know. just on Fox News. Someone to basically, like, when all this came out, they came out to speak about it. They were his victims. Yeah. And we've since learned they basically, like, didn't have a choice. They, like, they had were, to do yeah, that. Yeah, forced to. They yeah. didn't want to. They had to, like, publicly forgive yeah, their brother. Josh, yeah. Do you want me to go back to the line? Read it again. Literally said, I'm going to find it, y'all. We told you to remember, like, but Hannah will read it. Jesus. I'm like, where is it? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh i got it y'all i got it anything someone does against you you should be should be forgiven and when someone does something against you you should use it to fix yourself so basically what that what that is saying is that you need to forgive your brother for molesting you and you and when he does molest you it's because something's wrong with you something's wrong with you so fix yourself and he he's normal and fine yeah like what um that is so goofy i remember in the documentary there so they had like this couple that they were friends with i think it was the guy that jim bob like went around with went door to door with yeah michelle so whatever that guy and his wife they had a daughter josh was supposed to Mm. josh was like courting their daughter when all of this like went down and so jim bob went to the guy and was like don't you know don't say anything like don't go to the cops blah 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 like all this stuff and this couple they like cut ties with the duggars and everything because they're like they said this is feral yeah this is a little bit much um they said listen we're also real religious but this is a step too far this is sick (laughs) um um let me see okay so like we said jill and jessa right yep okay they spoke out um in an interview jill spoke out a lot in the documentary shiny happy people mm-hmm. on netflix it's on netflix right it's on Hulu? amazon prime one of those i think it's services. amazon prime let me see jill and her husband they've distanced themselves from the family mainly because when tlc did the counting on mm-hmm. series um they did not get paid jim bob yeah. basically they were rushing around doing something. And they were getting ready for Jill's wedding. Yeah. So Jim Bob put papers in front of them and just said, here, sign this. They signed assuming that it was like wedding documents or mm-hmm. something. Basically, it said that, okay, we're going to work for free for X amount of years. Or like Jim Bob has control of all the money that whatever. They basically signed their life away to TLC for five or six years or whatever it was. But they didn't know that. Yeah. But, you know, it was a legally binding contract. Um, so they have since distanced themselves. They never got the money for, Mm. from Jim Bob or anything. Again, let's circle back one more time to him growing up poor. Yeah. So So now I feel like he's like money hungry. Well, yeah, he has a taste of it. So now he's. Yeah, he's gotten a taste of success and now he's going to literally burn it to the ground. And he's taken all of his family with him. Literally, (laughs) which is so upsetting. Yeah. Um, Ginger published a memoir, which I think Ginger is like the fourth oldest or something. She's up there. She published a memoir this year, which goes into details about how she began to question the IBLP organization and its values and how she's like since transitioned away from the teachings and everything. I will say Mm. her like husband, who like kind of helped her open her eyes to this. So she I feel like she kind of paints the picture. as She's like radicalized and I'm ginger. Yeah. Yeah. But her husband is like crazy Christian in just like a different way. Like, I think women have more rights and whatnot, but yeah. it's still, she's still very much part of, like, a oh. hardcore religious Interesting. Group. Yeah. Um, she spoke out in an interview basically saying that she was, I'm pretty sure, like, 
I don't know who was approached, but she was approached to take part in Shiny Happy People. But she wanted to really have, like, her own voice and mm-hmm. speak out in her own way about the IBLP organization. So she wrote a memoir, which is cute of her. Um, which is so <laughs> But she way. said that she was really happy that Jill, like, spoke out in the documentary and had her own voice. The rest of the siblings are either, like, active YouTubers mm. or, like, Instagram person like personalities. Or they literally work, like, the most normal jobs ever. Yeah. Like... One of them is a real estate agent. One of them works as, like, a car salesman. Well, Jim Bob took all their money. Literally. Like, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they gotta work. Um, but they're almost all married. Yeah. They have, like, houses. They're, like, flipping houses, flipping real estate. It's crazy, though. Also, like, I'm pretty sure Josie, the youngest, is yeah. maybe, like, 13. Yeah. So, Michelle, at the age of literally, what, she's gotta be, like, 60-something. Yeah still still has a teenager has a teenager yeah well, maybe she's not 60 yet but she's like approaching yeah. i think she was born in um 66 so she's probably like 57 yeah yeah damn and she's got a 13 year old that's scary busy. she is busy I, w- I would love to see like how with so many of these kids moved out of the house like what it is like for josie right now in that L- house literally there's got to be what like five of them left at home maybe maybe I don't but even like know. Like, so many of them are, like, married and Let on their own. Let me see if I can find... It's... I wonder if they get, like, the same level of, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, does Michelle care as much when well, you get to the 19th kid uh, going well, through the curriculum? Right. Do, like, is she going just as hard as she did for the first few? Or is she just, like, yeah, like, read this book? I can't even imagine. Yeah, the youngest, Josie Duggar, is 13 years old and lives with her parents and a few of her siblings in Arkansas. Um, Let me see... Jordan Grace is 14. Jennifer is 15. Johanna is 17. Um, so there's at least so I, like I, five one, two, to seven of them three, at home. Four, four are under 18. Jackson is 19. So um, we'll round it to like. Yeah. And well, 20. Justin is t- 20 and he lives in Texas. At least half of them yeah. are not home. Yeah, damn. That is goofy. That is goofy. The Duggars have an official website. Yeah, I know. I, I referenced that. Oh, for, Where they for link Duggar to family, um, the website cannot be found. <laughs> so I did lie. They said we they are said actually canceled we now. We actually took so this down. So we will not be doing this anymore. Thank you. Nice knowing you. Thank you. Um, yeah, but that's all I got. I... Well, that's basically where they are now. Yeah. This docu-series, Shiny Happy People, just came out maybe like a month ago. Yeah. And it's basically like, uh, this feels like an exaggeration, but it's, I mean it, survivors of IBLP. Well, literally. And like this, quiver, they specifically talk about IBLP because like I said, the Duggars never officially claimed to be part of the Quiverful movement, but like. People who grew up like this, yeah, it highlights a bunch of different people, and one of them happens to be Jill, well, now Dillard, formerly yes. Duggar, and they do talk a lot about the Duggars, mm. because I feel like they brought a lot of light to the, like, you well, know what I mean? I would not know about something like this existing no. without the Duggars having the popularity and they I did. And I think a lot of the people who spoke out in the documentary, like, were familiar with the Duggar family, because Jim Bob and Michelle yeah. were quite present in the IBLP community i oh an, one other thing that came out of this uh, docuseries is jill announced she's writing a book mm. and i think it's coming out like next summer or something like it's, she's really in the early stages yeah. but i think i want to read her book i would read it gingers i did not read but i feel i feel more aligned with jill jill wears pants i was now. just gonna say she wears pants she wears shorts and I'm pretty sure she got her hair like dye like she gets her little hair done wow i bet she wears perfume probably she's such a fucking slut just like us <laughs> that's so um, crazy but I'm yeah. so like happy though, like whenever I see people like the people who are super um like Mormon mm. like the Saint Latter Latter Day Saints yeah that one LDS yeah that um when I see people like break free of that and not that like there's nothing wrong with religion but when it's so like culty I'm scared I think for you a fine line yes like religion can be a positive thing yeah in someone's life like I don't doubt that you yeah. know what i mean some if, people if it, need it and if it does something positive for you yeah like oh, i'm so happy for you okay but then when it gets to like mormonism is a similar vibe mm-hmm. where it's like 
if because I'm wearing a bikini, I'm going to hell. Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, something is not adding up here. Like, I don't, I really don't think that's how it works. Yeah. And you know what? I guess, truthfully, religion is to each their own. Like, everyone has it's their a, own beliefs. Yeah, yeah. But to me, like, who, who, wait, the things about me that are like, you know, my character defining traits yeah. have nothing to do with how I present myself. No, and it's like, you're, I feel like it's about your core values. Like, I'm a good person because I'm a good person. I'm I'm not, like, a bad person because I wear a thong bikini. Literally. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like I could have on a, the tiniest of tiny bikinis. Yeah. But You're still, still a good person. I could still literally, like, save your life at the beach yeah. that day. And just because you wear head-to-toe, like, what is it called? Like, um... Their modesty mo- Yeah, modesty outfits. <laughs> you can still be a bad person. Exactly. Because... You don't like gay people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like because you're homophobic. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the goofiest part of all this is it's crazy to me that like people, I don't, I don't know if this is the right wordage, wordage, word. I don't know. Yeah. People like fall for this or well, like cults in general. I, I Not even specifically like the yeah. Duggars or IBLP, but just like culty behavior like that. Like I would be like, what? I think about that all the time because like. I feel like you truly have to be lost in looking for some sort of community like so badly. I was just going to say like, I feel like people turn to religion because they're lost in their life and they like need something to help them find that path. And I feel like if you truly are in such like a vulnerable mental state, like if you don't know what the hell's going on in your life, you're like desperately like grasping for something to kind of pull you out yeah like yeah. rein you in and i feel like it's so easy to fall into like if you don't have like a super strong set of core values or like set like know who you are i feel like it's so easy to i feel like you fall into it get this like taste of positivity yeah and then you're like okay i'm going balls to the wall right so it's like it's only positive from yeah. here on out but it's like and i feel like too like a lot of these religions and cults and everything sense of community is so big oh yeah and if you're like lost and lonely if you feel like you're part of something and you feel really welcomed like you're gonna do anything to keep that momentum i recently um listened to a podcast and it's basically talks about listen am i mormon no yeah for some (laughs) reason i know everything about mormonism because like every influencer is mormon yes what's up with that anyway uh, it's this podcast basically about the, like, post-Mormon journey. Mm. Like, people kind of leaving the religion. I don't even know if leaving the religion is the right term. But people... They, like, step away questioning, from it. Yeah. Questioning their faith. And they had on JC Marie. Love her. So that's what made me want to listen to it. And I also just think this is, like, an interesting conversation. And one of the things she pointed out, I guess in the Mormon religion, you have to pay tithings i think is what what it's pronounced and it's basically like a certain percentage of your yearly income has to go to the church or you're going to hell basically it's probably not worded like that but essentially it's like you need to do these things to be like a godly mormon and that's one of them and i remember she says on the podcast like that was one of the first things for her where she was like why do i have to pay money yeah to be like good enough for heaven yeah and it's like i feel like all of this has that same undertone of like it's the most goofy like human earthly things right if you truly believe in the afterlife in heaven and god that has like <laughs> paying t- the church is the most earthly thing you yeah. could do that has nothing to do with the afterlife no not at all money does not exist in the afterlife no but you have to pay money now to like get like that is ridiculous it, yeah that doesn't that is so goofy you're telling me people back then forever ago were paying no. Part of their, no they weren't and because it's like churches are greedy and it's all a business. <laughs> they want your money. Yeah. Because they also, I think, get a tax break. That if they do. The <laughs> yeah. um, but, like, same thing for all these principles with the Duggars. Yeah. Like, oh, no dancing or you're going to hell. Like, what? Why? Why? I'm going to shake my I little ass shake my in little hell. Shoulders. <laughs> you can't, like, you know when you're sitting behind the yeah, wheel of the car like, and you just move a little? Like, that's song criminal? just hits you right. You're like. Perfume? Literally. You want me to smell like shit? I know. I would rather smell like vanilla. Thank you. Because, like, one thing for me, I'm going to smell like B.O. Yeah, so I'm going to wear perfume. Like, I don't understand. You want me to be available for my husband, but I have to smell like B.O. Like You're running shit? around chasing the kids all day, cooking and cleaning. Maybe they can wear deodorant. But, like, uh, like it only I only so have to be available, at yeah. least I want to feel my best. Literally. And I have to wear this little muumuu. You can't even wear makeup? She's like, none of this is working <laughs> for me. 
I love mm. the idea of like one of us being placed in Michelle's life for like a day. Be like, what the? I fuck? walk out of the room in like my denim Literally, maxi dress. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Can't use any hot tools. I'm like, can I put so like a belt on yeah, this? They're like, no. I just want to cinch my waist. I love when they have on like a tank top dress with like a white long sleeve yes. under it, and you're like, okay, fashion queen. Like, okay, queen. Layer. It's so funny too how like because of the Duggars and the way they dress and everything. I'm out shopping. If I see like a denim maxi skirt, yeah. I'm like, it's giving Duggar. Giving like, Michelle. Yeah. Super just like modest. Like yeah. That. I'm like, am I Michelle Duggar? Am I Michelle Duggar? Am I Michelle Duggar era? Am I Duggar era? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That was actually really fun and good. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch the show just for like shits. Actually, if Jimmy's getting money, I'm not watching it. Wow. You need to watch like. I need to go on like bunk YouTube. Bunk ass YouTube yeah. <laughs> videos. <laughs> you go to uh. bunk ass YouTube.com <laughs> and search. Jimmy D. Jimmy D. Jimmy Dean. <laughs> Jimmy Dean. <laughs> um, speaking of YouTube, make sure to ah. follow us on our socials, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at For Life Podcast with two T's. Give us a like and a rating wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.